One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. Previously on the Chronicles of Styropos. So you've got a bigger, big fight coming up today, you three. You know, uh, it would be uh, really useful for everyone, I think, if you were, you know, maybe didn't perform your best today. Think about it. And you'll be really, really pleased with me if I do. Um, so as you're having breakfast, Jorgrim was sort of sitting, you know, a little bit away from you and he stands up and as he walks past you to leave, Fela, he drops a little folded piece of paper by your plate. It says, go to the kitchen, ask for Ambrose. I eat the note. You make a big scene of like coughing and spluttering. Well, I will try and take the opportunity to whisper to the others. I think I know who he is. So if he's on his own, we can try and grab him for a quick chat at some point. Okay, so you guys are heading down towards the kitchen. You're making sure the gladiators are all leaving and you do see a lot of them passing you on the way up. You expect as you get down there, you're just going to mostly find the kitchen staff. Please, sir, can I have some more? Well, when we go in, just in case the other two aren't as glued up as I am, I will try and sort of definitely nod, point him out. Did you know Savran? Yep, Savran used to work in the kitchen. I haven't seen him in ages. Do you, do you know where he is? Yeah, maybe we can talk later. Yeah, I'll see you by the pink rose bush. Where we last left off, you had discussed in the kitchen with Ambrose, um, who was going to meet you in the gardens in a couple of hours to tell you what he knew about Savran. Do you have anything you would like to do in the meantime? Start a slave rebellion. In two hours? That seems ambitious. <laughs> Hell yeah. Have to be fucking efficient. Let's get this bread. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we want to do. Because nothing is acceptable. You can just chill out and wait. Can we do the like the cutscene from video games where you're like, you just wait and you, you just kind of kneel and meditate like in Witcher or Skyrim or whatever and you just like pass the hours kneeling? Absolutely. Simon, what were you going to say? Probably the same thing, which is just like, if we were just like chilling in a corner of the garden, relaxing, like we finished all our like tasks and stuff. So if we were just chilling in the garden, that would be seen as pretty normal. We're probably not going to get bothered too much. Yeah, I mean, probably most people would be in the practice room, but you could you could fake it. You could sit in the garden and no one is going to question it. I injured myself last time I was in the practice room. We have a like fight this evening, don't we? So I feel yeah. like... Yeah, Don't want to overdo it. save yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you guys pass a merry couple of hours, sit in the garden. Toby probably does go to the training room um, and just like does a bit of pre-match warm-up, <laughs> just a bit of like light sparring, just to get his mind in the zone for later because he doesn't want to like lose. Who does he spar with? Uh, I think we've established that there's like a, a a group of young men around his age that he tends to 
gravitate towards if he's not sparring with Thaler and Laverna. Yeah, you have a little spar. You do pretty well. Actually, roll me a d20. Let's see how well you do. Do I get to attack, add like my attack bonus to it or something? Yeah, or? Just, just, just give me that. One, one attack with my packed weapon, why not? <laughs> I'm obviously a bit distracted by my previous escapades today and the conversation in the kitchen because I rolled a one. Oh, you super embarrass yourself in front of your friends. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so uncomfortable. Oh, but no, Toby's now going to be a complete, like, whiny little bitch in the main fight. He's all right today. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. You, like, miss one hit in the real fight and you'll whine for, like, the whole next day and you completely embarrass yourself in the train in just a training session and you're fine. Oh, I mean, it probably will have a bit of an impact. It's not the same as, like, not doing very well in competition. Like, he's just, okay. you know, he's right. distracted. Yeah. Um, is the tiefling in the training room? Um, roll me a perception check. Uh, six. Six. Not that you can see. Damn. I was gonna say, I was like, if if there's like a three weights or something, I and and the tiefling were in the weights, I would just want to go and like spot her, just to like you know, just kind of casually leaning against the weights, being like. I think the training the room is like. Where people train like spa, not like a gym where people lift weights. Like, I don't think they've given us like deadlifts. Yeah, you've done some training, you've done some fighting, you've looked for some tieflings to no avail. You are chilling out in the garden. You've been there for a little bit of time and you see the young man you spoke to in the kitchen, Umbrose, walking out. He is, like I said, he's very, very pale. He's got kind of white blonde hair and you see him step out from the entrance that goes towards the kitchen and he starts to kind of nervously make his way into the garden he he walks sort of slowly like he's expecting someone to jump out at him and shout at him at any second and he's sort of wringing his hands a little bit Why try and catch his eye yeah roll a- i don't know what that is i feel like that may not even be a role just to sort of like wave him over like Oh, you're just going to yeah. wave him over? Yeah, yeah, basically. Is he looking around or is he, is he looking for? Yeah, he's, he's just looking a little uncomfortable. Are you trying to wave him over stealthily so, you know, other people yes. don't spot? So give me a slight of hand check. Yeah, I kind of want it not to be like public knowledge that we had this conversation. I kind of want to keep it a little bit of a down low. Okay, give me a slight of hand check. Well, that's better than my previous role. It's a two. You do wave at him with big motions and you're grinning all over your face and it's quite obvious that you are calling him over but he does come over to you but everybody knows that he is coming over to you <laughs> great but like i was like being really subtle and he wasn't noticing and i was like come on just it's like oi and then everyone looked at me and i was like well have a blown we have though maybe in order to make this conversation look a bit more innocent. Like, we were obviously there doing gardening due to earlier, and he does work in the kitchen. So, I don't know, can we at least be, like, stood by, like, the herb garden or, like, some vegetables or something, something that, like, he might actually be interested in for, like, less conspiratorial reasons? Yeah, that was prob- that's probably a good shout. Yeah, you you dramatically point towards the... Be a bit the... like, oh, these tomatoes aren't going to be very good for whatever you're making tomorrow. I don't know why there's tomatoes in porridge, which is the only thing they feed us, but <laughs> never mind. Look at these carrots I weeded earlier. Yeah, exactly. All right, failure. Roll mm-hmm. me a performance check. Nice. This is the skill that I was born for. Natural 20. 
what a what so a use two of rolls today. Wait, two rolls? Three, three rolls. rolls. Three rolls. We've had a natural one, natural twenty, and what was your one? A two. A two. One, two, twenty. Nailed. Alex, put those dice in dice jail. The, the dice have their own story, and the story is that Tobias is a bit of a doofus, and Faylor is mm. just effortlessly competent. So yeah, enough, <laughs> I, can, I can live with that. Um, yeah. So Faylor, you start talking really loudly about the quality of the carrots and the the peas and all these vegetables that you know you you seem to grow, but now you think about it, you guys never seem to eat many of them. I mean, it probably does check out that half of what we grow just gets eaten by like Alfred and the other bosses and whatever. And I reckon they must. You'll raise some carrots occasionally into our porridge so that we don't yeah. like, all get scurvy or whatever. Dried apple is the standard of the day. What what fruits and veggies have vitamins that will avoid scurvy? Mostly limes. <laughs> Do we have any limes? <laughs> I don't think I normally eat a lime. Am I am I at risk of scurvy? I don't I don't eat limes. No, it's any like I think it's vitamin C, isn't it? Scurvy. So anything that's got C. vitamin C. So oh, carrots have vitamin C, right? Yeah, m- most vegetables will like deal with the. The scurvy threat. So does scurvy mean you can't see in the dark? No. Because if you eat carrots, you can see in the dark, right? No, radar means you can see in the dark. No, night vision means, dark vision no, means you can well, see in the dark. that's true. But the whole thing with the carrots was just bullshit that the British like said when the Germans were like, what, why can all these British people see in the dark to see our planes? And they're like, no, we eat lots of carrots, oh chap. And actually it was because we had radar. I thought there was like a legit thing that the vitamin C like increases the number of I don't know, cones or whatever receptor things in your eyes and like helps you see in the dark. I think it does, but it's not significant, really. Okay, right, right. Sorry, Hannah, we're, we're off track. So anyway, we're in the garden talking about carrots. Yeah, I mean, this is Roy just role-playing the actual conversation we're having. Laverna is confused about carrots. <laughs> and Rose is filling her in about carrots. Once we seem to have established a sort of vague, you know, vegetable based cover for, you know, and whoever else got and is like, oh, I don't want to listen to their conversation about carrots and tomatoes. I would then just, like, lower my voice slightly and just be like, Ambrose, we were told to talk, to come to you to find out about Savran. Do you know him? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Hang on. Let's, let's, let's walk and the four of you start walking and he starts pointing at, you know, more carrots and you're having kind of a Low conversation, he said. Um, yeah, well, what is it you're trying to work out? Savran was a friend of mine. He um, worked in the kitchens with me and he was a gladiator and he's just, I haven't seen him in two weeks and that's not like him. You know, he's hes always here. I, I think hes he's gone. I don't know what's happened. I had the impression that you would know where he'd gone. Are you sure you don't know anything? Roll an insight check. Can we do the helpy thing? Uh, natural 18 for exactly 18. We don't need to. He is obviously really uncomfortable with the conversation um, and he's looking around and he's licking his lips. And you can see actually if you look at him that like his eyes are rimmed red like he's been crying. And he's he's got a ring on his his pinky finger that he's twisting and twisting and twisting. And you think like this kid is nervous he's really stressed about this conversation he's really nervous would i know if we're talking walking of maybe anywhere even more private that we could go without like breaking into somewhere that we shouldn't be i can probably point us to a broom closet that doesn't feel that subtle (laughs) get all four of you 
It's like, hmm, there's a lot of people having a conversation in that broom closet. It's not very soundproof, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's there's places you could all go to someone's room. You could all go to the vents and try and get into the rooms in the basement and all that. But the fact is it would be, if you're caught, it's more suspicious for that. Yeah. Whereas in the garden, it's not so suspicious. And we can still pretend we're talking about vegetables in the garden. Yeah. Well, yeah. in that case, can I just put my hand on his shoulder and be like, look, it's okay. No one is paying us any attention. We're friends. Just breathe. And, you know, I, I promise you, we don't mean him or you any harm. Okay. And I think with your excellent insight check, you have read him well enough to give him that sort of sense of of being soothed and he does a big shuddering breath he says um he i I don't know i think he was he he was up to something something was happening he was he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing i think he i think he's in trouble but i've been trying to get into his room but they've they've locked it and i can't get in and i i just feel like if i could find out what he was hiding in his room Maybe I could work out where he'd gone, but... So you think he's still alive then? He's run off, he's hiding somewhere, you think? Well, I, don't, I, I can't think of the other options. I, I, think he's, I think he's run off, but I, don't, I just don't know. But he was, he was my best friend, you know? He, he wouldn't have done this to me if he could help it. I understand that. We, I, as I said, I promise that we mean him no harm. And the more you tell us, the more we can do to maybe reunite you with your best friend. Um, and you can kind of see he's getting a little bit flustered and a little bit kind of red-cheeked at this point. And he, he nods and he says, well, he was up to something. I know that much. Maybe if I could get into his room, I would be able to work out what it was maybe we could work from there he was such a clever guy you know he he knew everything and he was always making things and setting traps and building things i i just know that there'll be something there that will tell us was he working with anyone else or do you think it's only him and only his room that we need to look at again with that 19 or 18 i think you got Mm-hmm. He looks kind of embarrassed by that question. Um, and he okay. says, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do I know where his room is or would I need to ask Ambrose to point me in the right direction? You'd need to ask Ambrose. Okay. Uh, in that case, well, that, that's a good start. Um, which corridor was he on? Where did Ambrose live? Um, we, can, we can start from there. I want to see it too. I want to go into. I'll I'll take you if you can get me in there. But I want to go in there. We can make that happen. Yeah, I have thieves tools. <laughs> yeah, we have a rogue for a reason. I feel like thieves tools is not the most subtle though. I mean, like not the most subtle. If no one else is in the corridor, it's fine. But you know, if a guard is like wandering up and down, it's like, hmm, who's that picking that lock? Still better than trying to steal the key from someone. Yeah, I was, how else do we get in? Like, well, is there a vent into his room? Was my other oh. consideration. Fair question. I think we may have established that the vents don't go into the rooms, do they? They go into corridors and stuff. Where he's just as likely to be spotted going into a vent as there is picking that. a lock. Like, if playing 
too much among us has taught me anything. It's that going into vents is very suspicious. <laughs> do you want to try and do this now? Is that a really bad idea? Um, I feel like we need to do it before our battle. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea at all. You, you mentioned that he was he was up to no good. Was was getting himself in in trouble. You you know nothing unless we can get into his room. I assume about that. And this this kid kind of looks at you and he looks away and he says. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know for sure, but he we used to spend so much time together, just all of our time together, and recently he's been more and more distant and he was talking about other people and talking to other people and he started saying some things that I didn't really know what he meant and it just all just made me feel like something was going on. What sort of things did he say? Just cryptic things, you know, about this place and about the system and about the people who ran it. And What about them? You know, just about what they're doing and what the slaves are like and what the gladiators are like and how they're planning their fights and just stuff that made me think he was planning something. I think we need to go into his room then. Yeah, I will be like, okay, that it's it's really helpful. And look, I promise that we're we're here to try and help. If if we can find him again, what do you want to do? Do you want to? I assume you would. You want to see him again? Yeah, of course. Then take us to his room. If the corridor's busy, then maybe we have to try this again another point but if you at least show us where it is we can we can have a look now he is like visibly flustered by this and he is wringing his hands if one of us was a cleric they could cast calm emotions on him but <laughs> none of us are so wait, never wait, mind wait 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 let me have a look i cast calming slap around the face <laughs> calming slap around the face we also have our bracelets on so we're not going to be oh, doing shit, any yeah. magic in i have my little my little thing. dagger hidden rock thing but we probably don't want to use it in the that seems like a massive risk that's for way wis- very riskier. Riskier. that's way riskier than using thieves tools to break into the indeed uh, room yeah i think breaking into the room with thieves tools is fine so long as like if there's one of us on each end of the corridor or whatever just like keeping an eye out and then oh yeah that's smart you know we can we can avoid there being guards, or at least if guards come, we can do something. Like It's not the end of the world. All right. The four of you make your way back into the building, and you head down the opposite side of the bunk rooms to where Laverna and sorry, to where Fela and Toby would have been sleeping. So the other side altogether, pretty far away from you. And he turns you down a corridor, and there's no one in the room. And he leads you to the door and kind of points at it and looks around furtively. I think Toby definitely posts up at like one end of the corridor and maybe sort of points for for Thaler to do the same and leave Laverna and um, Ambrose to kind of at the door. Before I go to the other end of the corridor, can I check if there's anyone... Maybe not in any of the rooms, but on the rooms like immediately next door, where they might hear like someone like fiddling with the lock or something. Uh, roll a perception check. Ah, yes, my strong suit. Uh, not bad, 14. No, it doesn't seem to be anyone in. Okay, well, if coast is clear, then I will... Fuck, I have no idea what, if... what I'm going to do if a guard does come around the corner, but I'll go to the other end of the corridor. Improvise is what you'll do. <laughs> Shit, yes. <laughs> Maybe we should have some kind of 
signal or like word we use that is like someone's coming or like something. I don't know. Maybe we should arrange that beforehand. Carrots and peas. Something that would be a reasonable thing for someone to say in a corridor. What if I cough twice? Something like that. Yeah, but that. what if you just get a bad itchy throat and you have to cough? Like that's. Then like I'll overdo it and cough like five times in a row. It's twice definitively. Twice exactly, yeah. What it is is it cough, cough, sneeze, cough, cough, sneeze. <laughs> cough, cough, sneeze, sneeze, cough. This doesn't sound like Xbox cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit actually. A A X A B whatever up up down down. B Y. I don't even remember the name the letters on. Do the thing, Lavana. Oh yes. Um roll me a sleight of hand check. Twenty-three. You actually managed to do this pretty handily. You're clicking away, click, 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 um, and you can hear the satisfying noise as the lock unbolts. Yeah, fantastic. Laverna, can you quickly roll me an arcana check? Arcana? Oh, that's an intriguing one. That's plus two. <laughs> I rolled an 18. You are just about to step into the room when out of the corner of your eye you see some runes etched in to the door frame oh, around shit. the door. So I don't, I don't step through. And you recognise these runes as the spell alarm. Would, do you think scratching out the runes, like I could chisel with my dagger or something, could that, would that get rid of the alarm or would that set it off? I think with a, with a dirty 20, you can work out that that would, that would work. And it wouldn't set it off? Um, if you did it well enough. Oh shit, but now I have to do a roll, which means that it could save you set off. Which would be really bad. But you could do sleight of hand, which is probably going to be fine, because you've got plus eight. Oh, good point, good point. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just eat the fuck out of there if it does go off. It'll be fine. Yeah. Roll me a sleight of hand. I can do this. I can do this. Oh, God. I rolled a fucking two. Uh, what, ten? Okay, so you scratch through these runes, and nothing happens. Oh, you... So... You presume that you have scratched them off appropriately. Well, no, I don't presume that because I only rolled a 10. So what if I try and step through and it goes off? Full commitment, full send. Let's do it. I'm going in the room. Nothing happens. Yeah, you just walk in. Are Toby and Failer just going to stand outside the whole time? I feel like guard duty is quite important. It's pretty important here, because especially now I can't even see if anyone's coming. We could just close the door and then no one would know we're in there. Yeah, but we also have no way of knowing that anyone's coming and what if we open the door and someone's there that's true so i think we need to leave at least one of you just kind of lounging in the corridor outside and then if someone does come you can start you can just have a loud conversation with them so we can hear you inside the room and not know not to open the door who's going to be more useful inside the room because as established my perception sucks ass mine is a zero so it's not great mine is also a zero well, a lot of what you might be doing is investigating. Oh, mine's a minus one, so probably I'll stay outside and... I was going to say, I at least have plus three investigations. So... All right, so Toby, stay outside. But Toby, you have to be... Um, this is Laverna saying. Toby, you're staying outside, but if someone comes, don't be yourself and, like, you know, just loudly greet them so we know there's someone outside. Yeah, yeah, thanks. 101, come on. I, I literally, this this used to be my job before I was here. I'm, I'm It's fine. Go on. I will be more supportive and, like, touch his shoulders. I'm going to be like, don't worry. It'll be fine. I'm sure no one will turn up anyway. Yeah, probably not. Thanks. It is a pretty standard gladiator's room. There is a sort of small cot bed. There is a trunk at the end of the bed. But what this room has that yours didn't have is a kind of crude-looking desk. And as you walk in... 
Umbro's sort of frowns at the desk and he says, um, that used to be just covered in, in stuff. I, someone's been here and moved his things. Oh, and they've not triggered the alarm. Intriguing. What sort of stuff did he keep there? Like books or drawings? Yeah, books and, you know, things. He was always tinkering with things and making things and putting them together. I, they, all his projects used to be on there. Was one of them a spell book, do you know? Not really his thing, no, not spell books. Okay. History books? No, no, he made things. Oh, more like practical stuff. Yeah. Okay, like like um, instruction manuals type thing. Well, that would be the books he would have had, but he would have also had all the things that he was making out. So, Severin was a kitchen slave before he was a gladiator, yeah? Yeah. Where did he learn to read? Before he Before he came in, I guess. Interesting. Where did he learn to make all of the little contraptions he always made? One time... He made a thing that peeled potatoes that worked by the steam from the boiling pan. Oh, so cool. Yeah. W- was, he, was he making anything big? Like, if someone moved it, would any of it have been hard to move? Or was it all small stuff like that? So it could be hidden anywhere. Small stuff, a lot of it. Did he ever get anything used? Like, that sounds quite useful in the kitchen. And he kind of looks at his hands again. He's fiddling with the ring on his finger again. And he says, well... Yeah, he was always making things and showing off. And I was always telling him, you know, don't draw attention to yourself. Don't let them know what you can do. And and he wouldn't listen. He just knew he was the cleverest person in the room every time. And he just wanted to show off all the things he could make and build. So As he starts fiddling with the ring again, can I just try and kind of get a glance at it? Like it's not... a is it just something he's filling with, or is it in some way significant or symbolic? I'm not really sure how I tell, but I'd like to at least have a quick look at it. Roll a perception check. Yeah, it's a ring, mate. I got a three. Can Laverna ask about the ring? You can do whatever you want. Nice ring. Roll an insight check. Fourteen. Yeah, you can kind of see him stop, and he sort of holds his hand into his chest, like he didn't realise he was fiddling with it, and he just says, ah, oh, thanks. Uh, I, did did someone make the jewelry for you? Because I like I had so much jewelry when I got in, and it's all been taken, and I just really miss my style, you know. Yeah, it's just a gift, just a gift. Did Saverin make it? Um, and he kind of like goes a little bit red and says, "Yes, cool." The desk, there's like there's nothing on it. Can I just check? There's also like nothing in the back of a drawer, or you know, like anything like that. There isn't really a drawer as much as it's a plank of wood on four other planks of wood. Oh, right, okay. So there isn't a drawer. It's very crude. It's, it's almost more a shelf than a desk, really. Yeah. Okay, cool. Did he make the shelf himself? Did he make the desk himself? You would have no way of knowing that. Can I ask? Yeah, I guess. He says, uh, yeah, yeah, I think he did. Ah, enterprising. So what, what else is missing that would have been here? And he looks around and shrugs and says, I'm... I don't know, maybe nothing I can see. Maybe I should check his his trunk. Yeah, surely his um, clothes might be there. I might be gone. Be interesting to know. Trunk seems like the obvious thing to, to check. So you can kind of see Ambrose sort of goes to touch the trunk and then like pulls his hand back and you can see him sort of hesitating and dithering. Um, and I think probably you guys realise that one of you probably is going to have to check it for him. Who's going to check it? Is it locked? Um, no, it's not. If it's not locked, then I'm happy to open it. 
All right, give me an investigation check. 13. 13. So you are sorting your way through his clothes and slaves don't own many clothes and you think that probably all of his spare outfits are here. You don't think anyone has walked off with his clothes. Um, But as you like pick up one of his t-shirts or shirts and shake it out, a small metal disc falls out and kind of clatters to the floor noisily. Oh my God, he had (laughs) Blu-ray. Can I pick it up? Does it, I don't know, does it look like the kind of like disc you'd like throw at someone to hurt them or is it something else? It's like a medallion thing or something. Um, No, so you pick it up and you're turning it over in your hands and you realise what it is. Uh, is that it has kind of two overlapping discs. So there's a big disc on the outside with the alphabet in common written around the edges, and you recognise the alphabet in common now. I know, I'm so good at my letters right now, it's unbelievable. And then on the inside there is another disc with the alphabet printed again, and you can move the inside disc around. That's so cool. It's a little secret message encoder thing. It's a it's an encryptor. So is it uncommon again on the inside? Yes. So it's like a an A is F in the code type thing if it's yeah. positioned in the right yeah. way or whatever. Yeah. So it must be like a way of writing secret messages that encrypt like you, if someone else has the matching one, then they can like decode your message but you only can do it if you have the matching thing or you know like what calibration and like what setting to have the discs on or something yeah also to be honest it's probably not that hard to crack because if if one letter just equals a different letter i feel like someone could work that out pretty easily like isn't that what the whole enigma machine thing was about it that that was quite complicated that one was significantly more complicated because it changed all the time but like they figured it out by the fact that all the broadcast started with Heil Hitler. And that's how they did most I mean, don't even talk to me about the Enigma code breaker. I I love that bullshit. So I already good. watched the film The Imitation Game, so I don't know. Um but this <laughs> but this thing we would call it in real life uh, a Caesar cipher. Okay. A Caesar cipher wheel. Hmm. But isn't that like fairly easy to break? Uh it's much, much easier if you have the right letter combination. Right. But like, even if you didn't, you could still figure it out with enough time. Um, a person would potentially need months and months and months to crack it. Right, okay. Even so. And would it be partly by chance, or would it? Is there like a system to cracking them? Um, it would partially be by chance. Right, okay. So we're we're not unless we, like we've got this thing, and now therefore we can decode it. But it also means that like someone else has the matching thing. It, there, there isn't a matching one, no. you just got to match up the right letters, but you don't have any coded words, so you don't know. So they're all the same? There's just one disc. How's the, how's the person he's sending the message to know what it is if there's only one disc? Because all Caesar cipher wheels look the same. Oh, so there's like one type of disc? Yeah. So it's not like you have to set it to a thing. It's just if you have this wheel, it's always the same. Okay. A Caesar cipher is where you take the alphabet right. and you like shift it by a certain number of letters so i might do a plus three caesar shift okay which moves all of the letters three places okay and you use a cipher wheel to match it up so i'm explaining this in detail because i'm pretty sure simon knows what this is and fail is the one looking at it and so if i take my caesar wheel and i shift the inside one three it's just a shortcut to be able to see all the new letters 
Right, and but you could figure it out without having to do it just by writing like two lines of the alphabet and just moving them on paper. Yeah, this is just a shortcut. Okay, so you need to know the person writing the letter need and the person receiving the, the person receiving the letter needs to know how many shifts. To do. Yes, needs to know the shift. Right. Okay. Right. 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 I'm. I'm. I'm clued in. I, I understand now. Okay. Kinda. So Simon, I think you knew what that was, so I don't feel so bad explaining. Sorry, it. I mean, there probably be people listening who don't know who it is. So it's no, it's good. I think yeah, like the idea is like you can move it, but I guess without like a letter to cross-reference it against, you just wouldn't know like how much to like shift the inside versus the outside and that kind of thing. So you wouldn't know if, as you say, it's like a plus three shift or a plus twenty shift or mm, yeah, that's um, it. Does Laverna in her various educationy things, especially in secret ways, happen to know of this thing existing, or is this something that Savran himself created because he's like a little tinker guy? Roll a history check. And two, eleven. Eleven. I think with that is you've heard of them before. Okay. Uh, you know they do exist, but you haven't necessarily seen one yeah, yourself. So he didn't invent them? No. Okay. So this isn't just uh, one of his creations that happens to, that happens to have been missed. I have cleared out his room. This is a he is generally communicating with someone in code. Yes, cool. I'm presuming Failure has shared this with Laverna, by the way, because otherwise Laverna wouldn't. Know. Well, it was a pretty loud noise it made, cool. so I think you would struggle not to. I would have just held it up and, like, I mean, I'm not sure I necessarily would have said anything, but I wasn't, like, you know, like disguising it from you or anything. I guess I obviously only rolled a 13. Is that the only thing that really sticks out to me in the trunk as being? interesting other than the fact that he's left his clothes behind which is also kind of interesting nothing particular is leaping out at you otherwise okay were there any other bodies in the morgue other than gravelax nope oh galvarax <laughs> i didn't want to say because <laughs> i wasn't sure myself i was gonna we've had, we've had this joke so many times i don't know which way around it is it's like i still don't quite know what my brother's fiance's dad is called because my mum, he's I think he's called David, but my mum keeps thinking he's called Graham. And I'm now never really sure which one it is. It's either David or Graham. So shout out to David slash Graham if he's listening. So what else is there left to investigate? There is the bed and there is the desk. So basically, we all have a bed and a trunk. The only obvious extra thing that he's got is the desk, which is empty and there's not any like shelves. So does he have bedding? Yep. Can we, like, shake the bedding? Punch the pillow a little few times? Something like that? Just yeah, go on. Toss down, check there's nothing hiding. Uh, yeah, roll an investigation check. Mm-hmm. Nine. I'm really like shit today. What are you looking for in the bedding? Letters. Hidden letters sewn into seams. Little notes. Okay, I think if you're being that specific about what you're looking for, I think a nine would do it. Oh! Um, like, you... You punch the pillow and you are looking for a letter and actually you hear a, like, a crackle <gasps> of paper. Yeah, secret letter in secret seams. Sorry, this is very exciting. That is very exciting. I that is pretty cool, in fairness. Really if you cool. are looking that specifically for that yeah. thing, I think with a nine you would find Fuck it. Yeah, okay. Can I take out my little, my little mini pocket knife thing? Little, my little dagger? Yep. And uh, do a little slicey slicey. And okay, and you find... So you find a letter written, but what you find with this letter is, like, it is very crumpled. Uh-huh. 
It was in his bedding, to be fair. Can you both, looking at the letter, roll me a intelligence check? Ooh, 18. Uh, 21. Ooh. I'm rolling really well, actually, for this. You're both looking at it and you're like, this, um, this guy had, like, put this in his bed some time ago and you can see that he slept on it. Uh-huh. So you're like, he, whatever he's written... You knew that he wrote it and put it there quite some time ago. Possibly thinking, this if I ever get get got this, hopefully someone will find this. Yes. Cool. Okay. Cool. Can can I read it? What language is it? It's it's in common. Is it in muddled up alphabet? Nope. It says this. My first friend, look after yourself. Understand, I wouldn't leave unless I had no choice. Table your fears and trust the process. I know you are bright enough to find the way. You and I are sure to do it together. Yours affectionately, Savran. I feel like we should have let Ambrose read. Wait, can Ambrose read? I feel like this is a very personal letter to Ambrose. I feel a bit bad. I would... If if Fela notices Laverna picking this up and then she gets a chance to read it over her shoulder or something, I would definitely, like, nod you towards um, Ambrose and be like, uh, I think that's for him. Do you can you actually read enough words quickly that is a, to read over my shoulder? <laughs> that is a fair question. <laughs> Roll an intelligence check, failure. Eleven. Um, you've got enough to sort of pick out words like friend and table. Um, but you possibly don't realise like that it is quite personal. Okay, if I if I guess if I don't understand it in that much detail, then actually probably I would just kind of be like, Laverne is going to read it quicker than I am, and yeah, I guess I know you can explain it to me somewhere else, or I can like sound out to myself in my room later or something. Um, I'm just going to turn to Ambrose and like pass it to him and say, "Do you? This is from Savran. Do you want me to read it to you?" No, I can read. Cool. Thank you. Cool, cool. She can't, so I, you know. Wasn't, never, never I'm trying, okay? She's, she's learning, she's learning. She's doing very well. Um, Everybody roll a quick wisdom check. Three. Twelve. Perfectly normal, perfectly normal. You pass it off to Ambrose, and Ambrose takes the letter and he reads it. And at some point he kind of wrinkles his nose and he sort of furrows his brow while he's reading it. This is like fantasy Rome, right? In terms of level yeah. of civilization. It's not just that yeah. we have a coliseum and a gladiator school. Um, so why are so many of these freaking slaves able to read? That is a really interesting question. Why can this guy read? That you are correct. It is a little unusual. Like two of them who can read? Like Sav- I can accept Savran. I can accept him being able to read because it kind of fits the fact that he seems to be better educated anyway. Still a bit weird he ended up a kitchen slave, but like circumstances happen. But two people who turned out to be besties or possibly more... The fact that both of them can read and become a kitchen slave. Just like, the fuck? What, what does Ambrose say when Laverne gives him the letter? He's, you haven't, he hasn't said anything, but he's sort of very obviously wrinkling his nose and furrowing his brow. Was he offended that I thought he couldn't read? Um, roll an insight check. Eight? Eight. It, he doesn't even seem to have noticed. Okay, well, I think that because I rolled an eight. Uh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> you think that? Yeah. Well, yeah. While we're at it, 
Can I find a pair of his... Uh, can I go through his clothes trunk? Because he left a lot of clothes. Yeah. Because the letter on his bedding implied that like, he put it there earlier and slept on it. it. implies he planned to leave. But he's left all his yes. clothes. I want to go yes. through his clothes and feel all the seams. How, how many clothes? He can't have that many clothes, right? He's a slave guy. Um, I will say that you can do that quite quickly and there's nothing of interest There's nothing there. interesting in any of, his, any of his seams. No kind of little secret no. in his trouser belt or anything. No. Okay, cool. All right. So Ambrose is kind of reading and he's reading and he's reading and eventually he kind of sighs and he says, this isn't how he writes. This isn't... This... This isn't right. Something's wrong oh. with this letter. I can't, I can't make sense of it. But it doesn't sound like him. I feel like he's trying to tell me something. Oh, oh, oh! Question. Oh, fun thoughts. Because you like code, coding things. Code breaking. I love coding. Um, <laughs> Alex is sat forward because uh, he knows that I do that um, all the time. Is it possible that this letter is actually written? It's written with words that make sense, but. If you put the words through the Cody wheel cipher thing, it becomes something different entirely. Is that a thing that's possible? Can the alphabet in English language there do that? There is physically no way you could it, make a Caesar it, shift and actually it makes sense and, a different, and be different it sentences. It could if you like, also knew no that way. there was a rule which was like, you you do like a plus three every shift, other, a plus seven other. shift, a plus ten shift, a plus like if you knew yeah. like a pattern of shifts to go with it as well, or something like or that. Or like you knew Even every then. other every other vowel you skip, or something like that. I don't know, but like like it's like those poems where you can read you read them one way and they make sense, and then you read them back and they also make sense, and it's like what? How do you even do that? That's totally gonna be a, like if it would take a freaking long time to do, but and it'd be really hard, and you had to be super smart, but like surely I, that's possible. I as a as the player think i may have cracked it but i the character i'm <gasps> stood outside in the in the corridor oh, so shit. i can't do shit Alex, so. message me what you think it says i think the key point here is that i would be like like if it if there's more to it than meets the eye let's figure out what it says elsewhere and not while breaking into someone's room and being here longer than we need to be Alex has cracked the code. Alex knows exactly what the message is because he's so wow. used to me doing okay. this shit. Fucking nerd, Alex. You nerd. That's because I know I, I've, pl- I've played when Hannah's DM'd me before and this is the kind of puzzle she does. So I kind of like have a massive head start. Fair enough. But, uh, but your character but doesn't. Think more cryptic crosswords. Oh, I don't understand cryptic crosswords. Oh, that's fine. I don't Normal understand ones. cryptic crosswords either. I don't understand normal crosswords, mate. Um, I could do Sudoku. Does that help? I can't even do that. I understand Sudoku. I just can't do them. They're boring. Sorry. So sticking with the, we should not be in here much longer than we need to be. That's a good point. I, yes. I, so I will kind of say, look, if it's more complicated, we'll deal with that later. I just have one more thing I want to check, and then let's go. And I just want to very quickly, given that we've already found one secret door, admittedly that was in like the morgue or something. But if he's like somehow found a way to snuck out, secret trapdoor, secret access to the vents in the ceiling, can I just like ever so quickly kind of like feel my way around and see if I can notice anything like that? Where are you looking particularly? So the vents would be in his floor. Yeah, in that case, where would they be? Would it be like somewhere under the bed or under the trunk? Like if that's like covering something that would let you like get into something underneath. That's what I'd like to look for. 
Okay, roll me a perception check. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Bad choice. Seven. You can't find anything in particular. I feel like there wouldn't be that because the the leaving secret messages is one thing, but changing the building's structural integrity is a whole other thing. I don't think this guy's smart enough to be an architect. Look, we know he snuck out, so I was just trying to think how, but otherwise, looked at the trunk, we've looked at the bed, and there's nothing on the desk. Let's get out of here and then see if we can figure out what we do maybe back in the garden. Can I do a quick like history check or something on these cipher things and on this guy in particular in case he happens to be at all related to my secret faction. Or a secret faction I might also know of that's not my cult, but a different cult. Okay, so you're holding the letter and you're looking at the letter and you're looking around the room and you're trying to spot something. Do an intelligence check for me. Twelve? There's nothing you can latch on to immediately, but your mind keeps coming back to the term my first friend. And you think, gosh, that's a really odd way to start a letter. That's not really a salutation that you're used to. Yeah. And I think your mind is latching on to my first friend okay. as being something important. Okay. As Serena as well, my, my mind latches on to table your fears and trust the process. That intrigues me a lot. But yes, uh, my first friend is what Laverne is thinking of. Okay. Is that because she doesn't have any friends? <laughs> no, she's got you two. She's got two first friends. You're trained in codes and ciphers, and that sounds like some kind okay. of code signal to you. Ayla's still just like, why is he writing about his table? Mm-hmm.